Shalom, I'm Rabbi and you're listening to Kabbalapod. Shalom to all. Welcome back. We've been discussing the concept of Bilvati, building a sanctuary in the heart, and going through the concept of belief in a creator. We've now come to the time where we've had enough time to reflect and to prepare our hearts and to recognize that closeness to Hashem is my good. And last week, we talked about the power of speech and how essential that is to help us in this process of Avoda. It's time to move forward. We're beginning the next section. We're discussing Amuna, man and his creator. Okay. Now, working in this part, we have a challenge. We're going beyond the from above and from below. We've done our work from below, and we're waiting for that work from below to rise up. And then Hashem will use that from above and bring it to fruition. Because we cannot complete the work, we can only begin the work. Now, the next part of this is after one has merited the awareness of Creator being part of His being. And so that's a step that we have to have faith in, one could argue, that we have reached. We have worked ourselves diligently now for quite some time through this material to get to the point where we've merited the awareness of the Creator's part of our being. And now if we've merited that, now we get a seat to actualization. And so the next stage, as the text says, consists of understanding the nature of the relationship between the Creator and His creation, recognition of one's soul, that He and the entire world are creations of Hashem. We've gone and we've discussed that there is a Creator. We have the knowledge that there is a Creator, and now we're going to work with this fact and the fact that Hashem's created everything that exists. I mean, this is an obvious fact, being religious or being a believer or being observant, but the point isn't knowledge. And that's the, that's the challenge we're going to find here. The point is not knowledge. Our voda is not to know it. Our voda is to feel it. The soul needs to feel that it and the entire world are creations of Hashem. The text gives us a story here. And this is a valuable story. The Torah is filled with stories. The question is, why are these stories here? What's the point? Right? And here's an interesting take. For Paro says, The Nile is mine, and I am made myself. This is found in Yechezkel 29.3. In other words, he clearly believed in Hashem's existence, since he said, Who is Hashem that I should listen to him? Found in Shemos 5.2. Despite this, he believed that he, not Hashem, created himself. Imagine that! That somebody has the chutzpah to say, that, oh, I believe Hashem, that I made me. Hashem didn't make me, I made me. Really? Really? Okay. I guess I guess we can see that today when people feel that they've made their own status in the world and fame in the world, and really they're just following along the path that Hashem has created for them, whether for good or for bad. We see here the example of someone who entertained the absurd idea that he created himself. Eh, one might think, that this is just some fool who lived on the earth once upon a time and maintained the absurd notion that Hina Hashem created himself and that has nothing to do with us. He disappeared along with his mistake. Why bother with this ancient error? And this is the crux of the matter. This is not the truth. The truth is not that it's disappeared along with the mistake and that don't bother. 
We have a tradition from our teachers that the whole Torah, with all of its details and final points, fine points, relates to every single person. Okay, but what does that mean? Like, okay, I understand this relates to me somehow. Some abstract concept of this relates to me. No, we're gonna take it a step further. Ready? Each person has within himself an aspect of Abraham, Yitzchak, Yehov, Moshe, and the other great people of the Torah. Similarly, each person has within himself opposite kinds of forces, Lavan, Hara, Balaam, and the other evil people mentioned in the Torah. So, this is the challenge. We need to understand this does not only mean there are hints and lessons we can learn from our great eaters and evil people of old. Rather, the idea is that Avraham is a force of purity that exists in each soul, and so it is with all the other holy Avos and the rest of the eleven shepherds of the people, Yosef, Moshe, Aaron, and David. Conversely, the evil forces of impurity present in each soul, as the Rambam writes in the letter to his son, Paro is truly the Yitzhara. This teaches us that every soul has a force of evil called Paro, and the claims and acts of Paro seen in the Torah and Madrashim actually exist in the soul. There is a Paro in the world, and a Paro in the soul. The Paro in the world once existed, but is no more. We're not presently very much involved with them, but the Paro of the soul exists now in literally each and every Jewish soul we are very much involved with him. We must recognize him well and know how to wage war against false views and foolish thoughts that he sends our way. This is critical. The Yetzirahara is our paro. We have to recognize that we are not self-made men and women. We are Hashem-made. Not just the physical act of creation, but our status, our legacy, everything. Before we came down to this earth, Hashem said, here's the plan. We looked over it. We signed off and said, Amen. We came down here and we forgot it all. And that's why we have to daven. Our free will, according to Rabbi Vincent and Tversky, is the choice to daven. We always have the free will to daven. And by davening, we can change our mazel. We can change our path that is before us because davening enables us to ascend to the higher levels to get nuggets of truth, to get shards of Kedusha, and to choose the Yetzitov over the Yetzirah. Literally, davening can change the world. And so, too, as we learned that from last week, the power of speech, that's how important davening is, right? And not just that, but the concept that one can recite to Hillam, and it could open up the 50th gate, the other 49 gates to reach Hashem are closed, and that 50th gate, the one that Hashem opens, that's destined to be closed, can be burst open just from reading to Helam. That is the power of speech, and that is the power of davening. And so we have before us the unique challenge that we need to recognize that we have great power, power to daven. As a result, we have a great responsibility to choose to be like our avos, and pursue purity in our soul instead of falling down to the levels of the likes of Parham.
Thank you for listening to Kabbalah Pod on Anchor FM. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate us on iTunes and share it with your friends. Have a question or topic idea? We'd love your input and ideas. Send us a tweet, message Yidbrick on Facebook, or leave us a voicemail on the Anchor app. Not on social media? That's okay. Send us your ideas at yidbrick.com slash Kabbalah. Become a monthly supporter on Anchor FM or by visiting yidbrick.com slash donate. You can also show your support by sharing our podcast with others and purchasing our custom-made Kabbalistic Judaica jewelry or Yiddish artisan beard balm at yidbrick.com slash store. This podcast is a project of Yidbrick, building Jewish bridges. Learn more at yidbrick.com slash Kabbalah.